Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. Always take a seat in the class wherever you would like. If it is not your first time here and you are a repeat attendee to this class, thank you so much. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. So, you guys, I am like coming off a high right now. Because I just saw Pete Davidson's new movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. It's a horror comedy. And they did such a masterful job at emphasizing the horror and the comedy. It was like I could rave about this movie forever. It kept you guessing until the very end. And then the twist at the end was just, ah! And the acting and Pete Davidson in it. This, I think, was my favorite movie I've seen all year. I need to um, put it in my letterbox account and rate it. I don't know if you guys have that. It's like a social media app where you like rate movies and like tell your friends like what you thought about it. Gonna give it a five star. I can't tell you enough how just masterful this was. I've never had a movie be so suspenseful and then the end kind of be a big twist that made me like so happy. It was so good. You must see it. There was a girl in the movie who this isn't a spoiler this is just something like unimportant but she was like yelling at her friend about her podcast and I could just relate so much because her friend was kind of like shitting on her for having a podcast and she was like do not hate on me for that my podcast is so much work it's more work than you think I'm proud of it how dare you make fun of me for having a podcast and that was my favorite character in the movie I, I literally forgot her name to be honest because it was just happening so fast but it was so fucking good. Go see it right now. Okay, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. And that is, oh my God, there's so much new music that I'm going to be playing throughout the episode. Um, Super Freaky Girl by Nicki Minaj is out. Can you believe it? We've been waiting for a song along so long. It's like Christmas Day. This is, I feel like, going to be Nicki's like, new big hit. I listened to it. And let me just say, it sounds big. It sounds like it's meant to be a hit. I like it. I'm going to play a little snippet for you. Um, Megan Thee Stallion put out a new album. I feel like she literally did barely any promo for it. She just oop, dropped an album, but that's very Megan. Bella Porch put out a whole EP, her first body of work. Joshua Bassett put out music, so it's a lot. I'm going to play them throughout the episode. The topics we're going to talk about today are a Kardashian update, um, Pete and trauma therapy, if Kim and Pete are getting back together, or Kim and Kanye will get back together. We're going to talk about Jeanette and Ariana Grande, because now they have a whole feud coming from Jeanette's new book. And then we're going to talk about some women getting hated on on social media and how they're dealing with it. So before we get into all this learning and tea spilling, make sure you sub, um, not fucking subscribe. Make sure you rate this podcast five star on Spotify, five star on Apple Podcasts or wherever, Echo Podcast, Google Podcasts, wherever. And screenshot yourself listening to it, post on your Instagram story, tag me to be a real one. And yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. I just F the G, made him say uh, just ask Master P, ball so hard, I just took a knee, give me Rocky ASAP, nigga worth the race. Freak, 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 some gala freak, gala freak, gala freak, freak, freak. 
I can lick it, I can ride it while you slipping and sliding. I can do all them little tricks and keep the dick up inside it. You can smack it, you can grip it, you can go down and kiss it. And every time he leave me long, he always tell me he miss it. He wanna So I really do love Super Freaky Girl. I think it's so well written and it just sounds like it's made to be this monstrous hit. I really do think it's great. If I had one critique of Super Freaky Girl, I wish like the verses connected more to the chorus. If that makes sense. Like I love when rappers before they get into the big like singing chorus, they're like, and you know that. And then it goes into the I can lick it. I can ride it. Like I wish there was a connecting line and it's just the, the chorus and the verses seemed a little disconnected to me. I don't mean to like hate on the barbs or like rain on the parade, but it was good. I'm still going to listen to it over and over again. I just wish it was a little bit better, a little bit more connected, but I'm sure it will grow on me. Um, you guys, my arm is still so sore from the monkeypox vaccine. So, like, I think I talked about this last time. It was fine the first day. Like, I'm so happy I got the vaccine. I'm not complaining, but I got the vaccine, and the first day I felt totally great, like, just went throughout my day. And then the next day, my arm starts getting, like, slowly pretty sore throughout the day. I'm at the gym. It's kind of, like, hurting when I flex my triceps because they shoot it in the back of your arm because you might get a a little mark which mine is starting to grow like you get like a little bump which i didn't even know my mom had to explain that to me like back in the day apparently they would give this like girls a small pack vaccine in the back of their arms not in the but the boys would get in the front because like boys aren't supposed to care if they have scars because toxic masculinity and we hate the gays like if you care about a scar you're gay so anyway there is like a little mark and now my the whole my whole tricep is like red but I'm fine. Like, I'm truly fine. And the second and third day, this is my fourth day with it, it made me so tired those days. Like, I woke up at, like, 8 a.m. And by 11 a.m., I had to take a two-hour nap. I was... It sounds pathetic. <laughs> and it was. Like, I, when I woke up at 1 p.m. for my nap, I was like, I'm such a loser. So, but you should still get it because um, people are still getting monkeypox. And I'd rather be a little bit tired and have a little bit of redness than scars on my face from monkeypox and a horrible sickness. Speaking about things on your face, did you see that Drake got a face tattoo? Yeah. Drake, Champagne Poppy, got a fucking face tattoo. Who is this tattoo artist seducing everyone to give them tattoos on their face? Lose his number. People are getting the dumbest tattoos these days. Word to Pete Davidson. Word to Summer Walker. Lose the fucking tattoo artist number. Drake got it right by his eye, and it's his mom's initials. And yes, that is so sweet and dandy and so endearing. We love a mommy's boy. But why do you need a tattoo on your face? It just seems so irresponsible. It gives me anxiety for people who have tattoos on their face. Like, what are you going to do about that? Like, what is Post Malone going to do about those tattoos? Six, nine, I don't really give a shit about. But what is everyone... Like, I can love my mother very much without a tattoo on my face. You know, my mom would kill me if I did that. So, whatever, Drake. You're a billionaire, millionaire. You can do whatever you want, but I wouldn't do that. So, anyway, someone else with crazy fucking tattoos stupid tattoos pete davidson let's talk about this so people are wondering like oh is there a chance that kim and pete are gonna get back together we love them you know this is our love story too this means something to us they want kim and pete to get back together but unfortunately they are not kim and pete apparently even before their split this week which was shocking blew me out of the water i was blown when they broke up didn't expect it but apparently they were talking about it for a while they were contemplating this for a minute. I'm assuming like a month. So they were kind of having discussions toward the end of the relationship that, you know, maybe when he goes to Australia, I'm assuming maybe we should just like distance ourselves. We can like wean each other off. You know, Kim went and saw him a few times. I'm sure they had a few good, you know, more BDE sessions, DTF sessions, if you know what I mean. And then they cut it off. 
it wasn't sudden apparently you know i'm sure they did have feelings for each other had a great time together but it wasn't strong enough to keep going from the long distance and kim wants to be single she's newly single she was just in a marriage for six years but before that they were together for like eight years so kim and people said that getting back together right now is not in the cards for them according to their sources so i'm sorry to pete that must be very hard news (laughs) Um, but at least your movie at the box office right now is amazing. So more about Pete. Pete is actually in trauma therapy still. We talked about this on my last podcast episode, but we didn't really go into it much because right when I was recording the episode is when it came out that he was in trauma therapy. So let's just talk more about Pete in trauma therapy. First of all, what even is trauma therapy? That is when basically you go to a therapist when something very fresh and traumatic happens to you and you are like prone to breakdowns and you think this could like lead you down a a really bad road and you don't want to just wait for that to happen like you go to a trauma therapist when like when you're going through it immediately and they kind of stop you from getting to that breakdown state they help you stabilize and you know like comprehend what happened and help you calm down and things like that which fucking so mature of pete like pete is husband material that is what i'm fucking saying i don't know if i said this last podcast episode but apparently Pete was talking to Kim about a potential proposal while they were still together. And maybe that's what kind of like scared Kim away. But word on the street that is that Skeet, just kidding. I can't call him that. That's mad disrespectful. No, he is not Skeet. Pete asked Kim about if she would be ready to get engaged. He, he did not get on a knee. He didn't propose. He didn't buy a ring or anything like that. He just asked her if like that's in the cards for them. And she said no not yet at all i'm not even close to that space like we are just dating right now it's going to take a long time from that and i don't really see that with us at that moment to be honest which is totally fair i love kim for being honest about that seems to be some great communication in this relationship which makes me like pete even more i've been defending him lately which is like crazy but anyway what was i talking about before i started talking about the proposal oh my god what what was i talking about oh yes okay pete and trauma therapy so Pete has been going there since April, apparently, since Kanye was, you know, beheading him in music videos casually, getting him beaten by a bloody monkey in music videos, which I'm sure could be seen as pretty dramatic. It's not every day you wake up to that. I wake up to that shit all the time, you know, myself. I don't know about you, but Pete apparently doesn't wake up to that every day. So he thought that was pretty traumatic. Plus, when you're dating a Kardashian, you are now one of the most famous people in the world because Everyone cares about the Kardashians. Everyone wants to fucking know. You have literally probably over a billion eyes on you. People worldwide are looking at what's going on with them. I was at my family dinner the other day and my stepdad, who is so against like pop culture, he thinks not not in a bad way, not in like a judgy way. He's just like, I'm not I'm not gonna waste my time on these celebrities. Kim Kardashian's ass looks ridiculous. It's so fake. Like one of those dads that's dads are like all like that. Like it's fine. Like he was like, I'm so I'm kind of interested why Kim and Pete broke up, Patty. Like, can you just tell me? Like, I knew I didn't have to Google it because you were coming over now. And I told him everything. But that just goes to show everyone cares what's going on with them. So it must be really stressful having the whole entire world talk about you. I'm sure every time he walked out of his house, he was getting hollered at because Kanye literally told people to yell at him and say Kim came forever when he walked out of his house. So and the Kanye stands, I don't know if you know this. They are crazy. They're They're worse than the BTS army. They really are. They don't know, like, when to stop. They're vicious. Good for Kanye for having that phantom, but bad for Pete. So Pete's in there right now. He has not um, stopped going there. And, yeah, good for him. I think that's so mature. I think... I don't know if you guys remember this, but Pete used to, like, 
post really scary posts online about his mental health. And he said he's like kind of been depressed forever. But a few years ago, he would post things like this. Uh, I'm reading it word for word. So, quote, I really don't want to be in this earth anymore. I'm doing my best to stay here for you. But I actually don't know how much longer I can last. All I've ever tried to do is help people. Just remember, I told you so with the heart. That's crazy. Oh, that's so sad. Like, imagine how panicked everyone in his life must have been. And you don't really get to that state unless you're like really needing a cry for help. Like something must have been so wrong. And he must have been telling the truth because I feel like since then he's taken a bigger reign of his mental health and has not let it get that bad again. So I think that's what we can learn from this is just you need to stay on top of your mental health. And, you know, as they say, like, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. If you stay doing maintenance on your mental health and keeping yourself in a good place and, you know, doing these like mental health exercises, like going to therapy and um, like expressing yourself and doing self-care activities and reflecting or journaling, like it, you're not going to end up in a place of total breakdown. So just keeping eye on an eye on your mental health all the time, every day and seeing it as a part of your daily routine. I think taking a care of yourself should be something included every single day it's just like maintenance for your your mental health like going to the gym is maintenance for your body going to work is maintenance for like you know your finances you need to do maintenance on your mental health so you never get to that state and nip things in the butt nip small things every single day so they don't lead to big things that could make you know a horrible horrible impact on your life so i think Pete is so amazing and so mature for doing this and i respect him so much and i think he's leading by a great example because he's speaking for the whole mental health community so they can all look up to him for that and just staying on top of your mental health is so important before we finish this let's do a little bit of a more um kardashian update so kim and kanye are also not getting back together i think i said this last time it's still the same thing if anything it's worse now kanye is so horrible to pete posting that skeet is dead thing yes when i saw it i laughed it was funny but if he knew pete was in trauma therapy i'm sure kim told him why would you do that, Kanye? It's so immature. It's so not hubby material. And she's not going to run right back to you. I'm so sorry. So they're not getting back together. Um, Kylie just had her 25th birthday this week. Can you believe she's 25? I feel like she should be older. She's living such like a 1950s like nuclear family just with her two kids. And she's always at home like raising those babies. She seems like she acts like a 50 year old to me. But she's 25 for her birthday. She went on a little yacht with her whole family. And Kim was there and like gagging on a shot of 818 or something. I mean, I gag on 818. Kendall's tequila flops. <laughs> I'm saying that because she blocked me. Fuck you, Kendall. I'm kidding. Not fuck you, Kendall. It was a misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding. Unblock me. Um, someone got her a Birkin. There's only three in the world. So I'm sure Caitlin and Chris have the other two. But yeah, good for them. Other birthdays this week are Chris Hemsworth, um, my literal daddy of life. I think he's so sexy. I would like literally die for him. You don't understand if that that scene in Thor. I haven't even seen that movie, but that scene where his clothes fly off lives in my mind rent free. I think about that every day. And he's the hotter Hemsworth. Who do you think is the hotter Hemsworth? Let me know. DM me. Leave that in your your reviews of this podcast. Who do you think is the hotter Hemsworth? To me, it's obvious. If you say Liam, I'm sorry, you're so wrong. Especially after what he did to Miley. He was never the hottest to begin with, but especially after what he did to Miley. So happy birthday, Chris. Give me a give me a shout out. Or, you know, come over. Bend me over. Okay, anyway. Madonna also is having a birthday this week. Um, You know what other super famous, amazing celebrity is having a birthday this week? 
me. It's my 22nd birthday. Um, on the same day as Madonna, she's always fucking taking my shine. My mom is such a big Madonna fan, so I'm always like, Mom, you literally are so obsessed with her. You had a kid on the same day as her, like, her birthday. Like, that's crazy. You're such an obsessed fan. But Madonna's birthday always takes my shine. I always want Ariana Grande to say happy birthday to me. Obviously, she would never do that, but... Um, She's like such a Madonna fan, so she would just always like, care about her birthday more. Madonna got birthday grills for her birthday, like diamonds in her teeth. I'll probably like have a birthday grill out and like make a hot dog or something. So, um, yeah, happy birthday to everyone, including me. Love you. Lastly, Chloe and Tristan are still not getting back together, but Tristan has apparently changed. Apparently, I'm saying apparently 17 times because. That's not true. That's a, that's a Fendi fact that he will never change. Anyway, he posted the most douchebag photo on his Instagram. Actually, let me go look at it. It's, it's He just looks like such a trash. Such a douche in this photo. Tristan. Chomps it. Okay. Yeah, he's wearing the most basic shirt. I mean, basic chains. Horrible lighting. Horrible fucking pose. He's like adjusting his watch. There's like a car headlight glaring into him, giving him red eye. Someone probably tried to fill it in with, oh my God, yes. People tried to fill in his red eye. It looks so terrible. But the caption was, I never switched sides. I switched lanes. I got wiser and realized we aren't all built the same. Hashtag don't try me. No, you did switch sides. Like you fully cheated on Chloe five times. So yeah, that's the end of the update. Tristan is trash and go see bodies, bodies, bodies. All I really want to hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back because a bad bitch can have bad days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, bad bitches have bad days too. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, bounce back, high bad bitch always do. All I really want to hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back because a bad bitch can have bad days. All I really want to hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back because a bad bitch can have bad days. I haven't even listened to Megan's new album yet. It's like, it literally just came out. So I have not had time to hear. I just got back from the theater. But I just played a song from it. I hope it was good. But anyway, so let's talk about Jeanette McCurdy and Ariana Grande. Jeanette McCurdy is just getting all the press these days. So Nicki Minaj is on Queen Radio literally right now. You you guys know I love you because I'm not listening to Queen Radio for this. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is on Queen Radio right now. And at the beginning of her episode today, she shouted out Jeanette McCurdy. Can you believe? Jeanette just got a shout out from Nicki Minaj. And she said that she would definitely be interested in reading her book. And she's so brave and strong for putting out her story. And it will inspire so many people that have come from like childhood abuse and childhood trauma like that. And that she wants to read the book. Can you believe that? Especially because, oh my God, especially because Nicki Minaj's best friend, Ariana Grande, is getting dragged in the book. So let's just talk about this. Jeanette, during when the previews of the book came out and... She said that seeing Ariana like whistle toning on the set and being so happy about all the cool things she's doing with her career would kind of trigger Jeanette. It didn't seem that bad. But now that the book is out and people are saying what she wrote in it, she's dragging Ariana in this book. So n first, let me just go through this whole thing. I have so much to say about this, but l let me just go through what Jeanette said. So first, Jeanette said that Ariana Grande would regularly miss filming to go sing at award shows, record new songs, or do press for her upcoming album. Regularly miss filming. She acts like Ariana wasn't in every episode, except one. 
She literally acts as if Ariana did nothing and was, and was like leaving her to die. She said that I had to le- I had to be left alone and hang and angrily hold down the fort. She said the week where I was told Ariana would not be here at all, they would have to write around her absence during an episode. And they did that by having her character be locked in a box. She said, are you kidding me? So I have to turn down movies that apparently she booked while on iCarly and Seven Cat. While Ariana Grande goes off whistle-toning at the Billboard Music Awards, fuck this. First of all, I loved the box episode. I thought Ariana did such an amazing job in that episode, being the voice in that box. Absolutely brilliant work by Ariana and the writers. I'm not going to give credit to Dan Schneider, but amazing work by Ariana. That was such a great episode. She was really acting that box, let me just say. And... Okay, I have so much more to say, but let, let's just continue about, you know, how she was throwing Miss Grande under the bus. So, according to McCurdy, she booked two feature films during iCarly and Sam and Cat that she had to turn down because the iCarly team wouldn't write her out of the episodes to go and shoot them. But she was mad that Ariana Grande was allowed to do all this stuff for her music career. And then she continues, this is... This is what it is. Ariana misses work in pursuit of her music career while I act with a box. I'm pissed about it. And I'm pissed at her, jealous of her. Ariana is at the stage in her career where she's popping up on every 30 under 30 list that exists. And I'm, on, I'm in the stage of my career where my team is excited that I'm the new face of Rebecca Bonbon, a tween clothing line featuring a cat with her tongue sticking out, sold exclusively at Walmart. And I frequently make the mistake of comparing my career to Ariana's. I can't help it. I'm constantly in the same environment as her. And she doesn't exactly try to hide her success. I didn't like her. I couldn't like her. Let me just say that again. I didn't like her. I couldn't like her. Wow. Our, uh, Jeanette. Wow. She continued, pop star success I could handle. But hanging out with Sheriff Woody with Forrest Gump, this has gone too far. So now every time she misses work, it feels like a personal attack. She means hanging out with Forrest Gump because one time Ariana came in really happy that she had dinner with Tom Hanks the night before. And that apparently triggered Jeanette because she wasn't allowed to do things like that. So I just have a lot to say about this. <sighs> As an Arianator, it really pisses me off because she's trying to make Ariana out to be the bad guy. Oh, I get it. You painted me out to be the bad guy. She's making this seem like Ariana was the producer of Sam and Cap. And that she was the writer, the creator, and she laid out all these rules and trapped Jeanette in a horrible contract and let herself go do all these things. It was not Ariana's problem at all. If the creators let her do that because her contract was negotiated different than yours, that's fine. Let her go do it. You're still getting the show done. You're still doing everything you need to do. There's full episodes. There was a 40 season first episode. Ariana was in all of them except one. You're still getting the show done. She's still doing her work. So why do you care? Two, just because your names are in the title together, Sam and Cat, and you're like on this sitcom together, doesn't mean that you have to be treated fair. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you're tied together at the hip and you're like one being and everything has to go the same way for both of you. Not at all. You're two different people. So first of all, why were you comparing yourself to Ariana? I'm sorry. You cannot compare to Ariana. No one can. It's nothing against Jeanette. It's just no one can. So don't say like, oh, she's at this point in her career and I'm at this point and, you know, I just suck. Why are you comparing yourself to her at all? And then saying you don't like her and you can't like her because she has success and she would talk to you about it. 
who cares if she talked to you about it? She probably thought you were her friend and you were going to be excited for her and congratulate her and, you know, give her a positive work environment while she was there. By the way, Jeanette took Ariana to the Billboard Awards. I remember that. Jeanette was right next to her in the seat. When she won Best New Artist, Ariana literally collapsed in Jeanette's lap. And they, like, celebrated together. So I don't know why she's pissed that, oh, Ariana's off whistle-toning at the Billboard Awards. Yeah, you're in the crowd watching her. You supported her. So why are you talking shit about her now? Um, so, yeah, why are you comparing yourself to her? That's the, the second thing. Last thing, why are you worried about what Ariana Grande's doing? Again, just because you're on the same show together and you're getting the work done, the episodes are getting produced they're great the show was a hit show the show didn't get canceled because ariana wasn't available the show got canceled because the network was just moving on like it wasn't because of ariana at all so why do why are you worried about what she's doing she's still getting the work done and you should jeanette shouldn't put so much time and effort into hating ariana and crying about ariana's successes jeanette should put time and effort into getting her she should have back in, in the day Forget what Ariana's doing. Be happy for her that her contract is better. Be happy for her. She can do all this shit. You should spend your time trying to make your life better. You should spend your time trying to get out of your horrible contract. Do something for that. Say, hey, if, if Ariana can't be here these days, I'm going to go take some time. Figure something out in this contract where I can get some days off to pursue something that I want. Or just figure something out where you can make a better life for yourself and don't care what Ariana's doing. Get inspired by her. Like, oh my God, she's doing both. And for some reason, her contract is better. Put more time into making your life better. Don't compare yourself and bring yourself down. Just worry about yourself and make your life better. I'm just saying, if she put a little more energy into her career and making a move out of this contract she thought was horrible and planning out, meticulously planning out her next move, she could have taken off more like Ariana did. And the second you got denied going to shoot that movie the first time you should have worked your way around it and done something pulled some strings chris jennered your ass into a, a better contract so you can go to the next movie and i'm sorry there was probably a way to do it maybe ariana and her mom did it i know they're they're business savvy she got out of that in some way put more time and effort into building your life and stop comparing yourself to her and that's what we can learn from this don't worry what other people are doing don't compare yourself to other people don't hate on people for what they're doing, for what they're not doing. Just you do it. You do what you want to do. You focus on making your life better. You focus on watering your own grass, not staring at someone else's lawn, hoping there's like rots or something. Just focus on yours. Put all your time and energy into yours. And that's what we're going to be happiest. We're going to build the most for yourself. And where you're really just going to water your own grass and make your life the best. I've learned that. I've there's other people, for, for for example, on TikTok who are like taking off or in the same niche or whatever at college and class. Like they're doing so good. I don't dwell on it. I just focus on myself so I can build myself. And if anything, I get inspired by them. So focus on yourself. Work on yourself. Don't dwell on what other people are doing.
Okay, we were going to talk about something else, but I just saw something that came out, which is absolutely crazy that we must talk about. This is like the best tea. We can talk about what's going on, uh, what about people getting bullied on social media the next time. This is like the ultimate bullying on social media, so we're kind of still talking about that. I don't know if you guys have seen what has been going on with Britney Spears and Kevin Federline, her ex-husband and the father of her two boys. But basically, if you don't know, Kevin Federline won full custody of her two sons. Uh, I think they're the same exact age. I think they're like 16 now, but... To the he has full custody starting in 2008 because of like Britney's psychiatric hold and everything like that. So he mostly lives with them, but the kids would go and visit her because apparently though he he was being nice, you know, he was gonna go let the kids see Britney. He didn't have to do that. But apparently anytime they would come over, they would be so disrespectful to her. So they would like walk all over her. But Britney kind of had to let them walk all over her because if she sh- she showed any emotion or talked up to them, she would get sent to a facility for 40 days for acting out. And she was also being drugged by her father, like, for all these years. So her kid just started this pattern of, like, walking all over her. And now her kids are saying, basically, they've had a really strained relationship all these years. And they've wanted to see her less and less. And now the kids are saying they don't want to see her at all. Because clearly they, they don't respect her and they don't like what she's been putting on Instagram. <gasps> I know. Isn't that crazy? What she's putting on Instagram? Like, obviously, Britney's Instagram is, like, kind of wild, but a 16 year old saying he doesn't want to see her his mom because of what she puts on Instagram. Like that's Britney Spears. And you're going to side with your dad. You think Britney's like the weird one or the non-respectable one. And your dad is Kevin Federline and your mom's Britney Spears and you're embarrassed of Britney. What? So they don't want to see her as much. And so Britney, um, Kevin came out and said the kids don't want to see her last week in the public to some news outlet. So Britney responded back to that because she doesn't want just Kevin to say something about her children on a public platform without her saying anything. So she said, it saddens me to hear that my ex-husband has decided to discuss the relationship between me and my children. As we all know, raising teenage boys is never easy for anyone. It concerns me. The fact that the reason is based on my Instagram. It was long before my Instagram. So she's saying that he's lying. I gave them everything. Only one word hurtful. I'll say it. My mother told me you should give them their dad. I'm sharing this because I can. Have a great day, folks. So basically, she gave the kids everything. They're just disrespectful and walked all over her, but she couldn't stand up for herself. And now Kevin's trying to make her look like the bad guy. So Kevin um, didn't like that Britney was basically saying that their sons were disrespectful. So Kevin leaked a video of Britney and the boys arguing online. And it's the longest video, but I'm going to play the best parts. And it is insane. Kevin basically leaked this to show that the boys had a reason for not wanting to see Britney. So you just listen and you decide. That I had to, all they thought I, something was wrong with me. Because I had sis, your, your boobs are poking out. You have Come in here when we're trying to go to bed and then you just go and you it's say. It's my house. If I forget something, then I know. This is my house. If I want to come in here and give you lotion for your face because it is coarse. And all you tell me, no, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's not fine. You all better start respecting me. Are we clear? Yeah. And when Robin calls and you're all, you're all, even Robin's a fucking kid. She goes, what have you been doing to your kids? You're all, you all need to start treating me like a woman with worth. I am a woman. Okay. Be nice to me. Do you understand? Yeah. You lost your fucking mind. Have you lost your fucking mind? I do care, but I'm shocked as with you well, and i don't know what to do and i'm scared of you because you're weird because you're going through puberty i don't know what to say but i do care more than you know you say I'm but weird. don't you're be weird. my little body can't handle all of that 
But it's like sometimes I just don't even know what to say with you. I was in shock. And I do care. you really cared you wouldn't take my phone away for literally i was in shock in the store when i looked down and Jaden, how are you so cool about that your brother being with bear's big feet size 13 now well he's my brother and all the more exposed his feet your blood in an ice cream shop in 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 alaska weather don't you think that's a little odd no uh yeah i think your phone should be gone Uh, okay for a very long time uh yeah for not wearing shoes yeah my phone's just gonna be taken away forever. Cause you know what, Jaden? Mom decides to take it away for me not wearing shoes. Jaden? Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Jaden obviously thinks that. Are that's... you wanting attention, baby? Is that why you're saying you Well, can't apparently speak? I wanted to do that in the first place, but you keep interrupting every sentence I say. So no, what I seem that. like in my mind, I think you just care about yourself because you won't let us speak one word and you won't let us say go what anywhere you want we say. want to go. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm listening. Well, I forget. Because you interrupt me and then I forgot what I'm going to say. That's <laughs> Do you life? want to skate? Is that what you're doing? No, I don't know how. And I didn't want to go to that place and Do we never sk- agreed ro- to it. Roller sk- I mean, ice skating, baby, is easier than roller skating. Why are roller we skating is actually harder because the, the grips on the, the ground are like raw, like rock, like that. Mm-hmm. It's smooth on ice. And ice is like smooth. Like your skateboard. To me, there's nothing crazy about those videos. There's nothing bad about Brittany. There's nothing incriminating. There's nothing out of the blue that is a mother parenting her sons in a stern way. Yes, a bit of a loud way. That's how you have to get, though. Like, she's parenting them. She's scolding them, but she's trying to teach them something. There's nothing crazy going on there. There's nothing weird about that. And I like seeing that side of Brittany, the the mother side that makes me like her more. And Kevin thought that that would, like, embarrass Brittany and get everyone on his and the son's side. Absolutely not. That does the absolute opposite. And it's so embarrassing that Kevin would even post that. And now it's so embarrassing that the sons are against her because of what? She was mad at him for like not wearing shoes somewhere where there's like blood on the floor and it was cold. Yeah, you're going to get scolded for that. Two, not respecting her and like ignoring her while you're at her house going to visit her. Insane. I think that Kevin is just posting this because he sees what media storm happened with Brittany and like her family, her parents and sister and all that. So he wants a piece of the pie. He wants his like fame. He wants his like Johnny Depp moment of his ex-wife was like abusive to their kids and he should get like some money or something to like take care of the kids or something because Brittany's going to have to stop paying. Brittany doesn't have to pay him child support anymore in two years once they turn 18. So he's probably scrambling. He doesn't have a job. He just lives off of Britney Spears' rich child support. She's been supporting all these people. And so he's trying to expose her as a bad mom now. So Britney responded to him online with a very, 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 very fucking long Instagram caption. This is like longer than Jamie Lynn Spears' whole book. Um, And it says, The situation should have 100% been dealt with privately and definitely not online. A British network claimed that their stepmom's goal is to keep the children away from all the controversy and the trauma in the home. I have love in my home and I have blessings for the people that I allow in and out of my home. I looked forward to seeing my kids every week. It was two days a week, but I asked him to stay for more. Maybe three days a week they could stay. But then the next week they stayed for only one day. Yeah, I know that teenagers are just hard to deal with at that age, but come on. They're being rude, then they're being hateful. They would visit me, walk in the door, go straight to their room, and lock the door. The monitor would tell me that he just likes to be in his room. The monitor, I think, is like the people that would like mediate for Brittany and Kevin 
and like talk to their kids. I'm like, why come visit me if they didn't even visit me? But I never said that because I have to be kind. Remember, if I speak up as a woman or say something argumentative like I did with a dance move saying no to it, I got sent to that place for four months. Yeah, she would get sent away to like a therapy rehab facility if she didn't basically act perfect, even for not doing a dance move she didn't want to do on stage with her team. They would like tell on her to her dad and he would like send her away. So do I dare speak up and show my upward thoughts of being a real woman and possibly offended the person in front of my face? No, I take it and I keep my mouth shut. It registers right in the core of my stomach. The teenage age is weird. I don't know what's going on in their heads. Um, I always tried and tried and maybe that's why they stopped coming here. I wanted them to love me so much that it might have overdone it. Oh, that's the saddest sentence. I wanted them to love me so much that I might have overdone it. This summer, they told me we may come here less. And I was like, that's fine. But again, it's just another way for my family to make me feel like absolutely nothing. It breaks my heart because it seems that these days cruelty does in fact win. Although it's not about winning or losing. But I can't process how I dedicated 20 years of my life to those kids. Everything was about them. For them to knock the breath out of me. See, you can't fix me. No therapy or sense of worship can fix my heart. I will forever have trauma and I know this. I've accepted it. It would take a miracle to fix my heart. And not one miracle, maybe three. So I cut out obviously a lot just because it's so long. It's like a whole essay. But Britney had a lot of really important stuff to say. And she was absolutely valid in everything. This was the Britney Spears post that made the most sense. She literally was just in a hard situation where she couldn't like parent her kids as much as she should. So they ended up walking all over her. I'm sure that wouldn't have been her chosen parent parenting style. Being really passive and agreeable with her kids that then caused them to disrespect her. So they just walked over, over her. They, you know, the dad could say whatever he want, be awful. So that's why they probably took his side. And then now there's a situation where they just have a bad relationship that they've garnered over all these years. And they don't want to see her as much because they don't understand her. They don't care to because they're just like rotten kids. And now they're embarrassed about what she says on their Instagram. But in that video, she was just parenting. And I hope if he does bring that to court or something, it's going to look really fucking embarrassing for him. And the judge is just going to say that is a mom being a mom and she should actually have custody. I would love to see the exact opposite happen. Just... Brittany gets the custody forever and no longer has to pay him child support because he's probably scrambling. He's probably like, how do I keep Brittany in this hold of like giving me money forever? Cause he hasn't had a job in so long. So, um, Brittany's lawyer was saying that he could actually take those clips to court himself on Brittany's behalf because that's like, uh, cyberbullying and like harassment and just like general bullying and stuff like that. So I hope he does that cause there's nothing wrong with Brittany in that stance and i've never taken her side so much like i respect her so much after seeing that and i love her and i'll be her son who loves her like fuck those kids how are you your mom's britney spears and you're gonna say i don't want to see her she's embarrassing even if britney is a little like wild or off like if that's your mom you should be so thankful like you won the birth lottery you should want to hang out with her every single second of the day and the fact that they don't is insane and so sad and i love you britney I'm so happy you have Sam and everything and fuck Kevin Federline and hopefully your boys and you can have a good relationship very soon. It's not too late. They're only 16. So hopefully everything comes around and they realize that Kevin is a douche. The, the twins need to get on Stan Twitter and see what's going on. So they really fucking know. I'm sure they have their phones again because they won't let Brittany take them away. But why, why aren't they scrolling through the hashtag right now? Get on your phone and see how amazing your fucking mom is. You fucking idiot. I don't even know their, her son's name, but fuck them for now. And yeah, I love you, Brittany. Okay, well, thank you for tuning into Pop Culture University today. I hope you had an amazing time. Besties, class, 
Hey, you hope you got some great info and tea to spill with your friends and just enjoyed the hangout and everything. Um, I'm like so tired right now. I really don't even know why. It's probably because this damn vaccine. Oh my God. I had a meeting with people from TikTok today and it was so interesting. Like I meet with someone who like supports creators basically and like talks about your account and how to grow and stuff. And he was saying something so interesting to me, kind of like giving me like in these meetings, he's, he doesn't usually like give me advice. He just kind of like goes over what's working and what's not. But in this one, he was like, oh, me and some people were talking about your account. And basically, you guys know how I talk about celebrities and I maybe expose people, talk bad about people. He was like, just some telling you something. You, sh- I think you should stray away from talking bad about influencers or exposing TikTokers. That's not going to. He basically said this without saying it. Like, that's not going to be good for your account. And I was like, what? He was like, you should stick to exposing like traditional celebrities. So he's basically like saying that if you, you know, want views or don't want any holds on your account or monitoring on your account, you should stray away from talking about influencers on TikTok. So I was like, so I should keep the D'Amelio's out my mouth is what you're saying. That's really interesting, though. He, he wasn't allowed to tell me everything. Cause he kept, he, he was like, I, oh, I can't really tell you this. I, I don't know exactly what I can tell you, but I was like, what do you mean? Just tell me. Like, I'm not going to tell anyone. Like, obviously I'm telling you guys now, but he didn't even tell me everything. He was like, I can tell you this. So clearly I can tell you guys this, but he was like, just don't talk bad about TikTokers. And I was like, mm, okay. So I, I don't know. I guess I have to save the TikTokers and influencer bad talk for here. But I just thought that was really interesting that there's some tea about TikTok for you guys that you got from me. So Anyway, give this podcast a five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Echo Podcasts, whatever the fuck you're listening to this on. And screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story, and um, tag me, and I will hit you up. Some Sometimes I see that people tag me on their story, and I didn't get to post because Instagram isn't giving me the notification. And it's so fucking annoying because of like a setting I have on right now. So please be patient with me. Post again if you already did and I didn't respond for some reason. Please try again. I promise you, I, there's no way I'm going to miss it twice. It's always an accident. But I saw someone today posted and I didn't get to respond to them. So please do that. And yeah, I will see you guys on Tuesday. Have an amazing weekend. And really see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It was the movie of the summer. So well written. Le- suspense till the end. Comedy till the end. You're going to be gagged. You must see it. Okay. Bye. Love you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.